swallowing something but i am brent i am the swallowing guy. i'm something. swallowing something <laughs> uh this is two cast too furious the podcast that is two cast and too furious did i say that right yes that is the you name did. of the show we every week watch one of the fast and furious movies because i love them and i have never seen them and brent is now getting to love them Ugh. getting to love them getting to love everything about them also i just kicked the table you did and i didn't realize that that was gonna cause a noise yeah so anyway that's our podcast it's gonna be me kicking the table the whole time it's a lot uh this week we watched fast and furious 6 their least creative title in the series they were crushing it for so long were they they had too fast too furious and uh tokyo drift then they had Fast and Furious, which, I mean, it's clever because they took out the the, the, the definite articles. <laughs> and that. And then, and then they had, you know, Fast Five, which was a great one. And then Fast and Furious 6. Furious 7? Furious 7 is great because that's like the Magnificent 7, but because they're mad. See, I want. Furious 7. I want and the 8. And like, the eight. I know it's Fate of the Furious, but I want and the eight. It, it can is, I can I admit to you that when I first heard Fate of the Furious, I didn't get that it was like eight, like they included the the letter eight in there. Can I admit something to you right now? That you just, I just that? realized that. Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm dropping little expert knowledge on you that I did not know. I wish they spelled it F eight because I just. I, yeah. It would have been better. I feel like they went real subtle for the title of the new one. And none of these movies are not subtle. No, they are not. Like, the first one maybe is so Actually, the first one is fairly subtle. Because you don't know until, like, 40 minutes into that movie that Brian is a secret agent. So. But, yeah. None of these movies are subtle. No, not at all. Might be the least subtle movie series I've ever seen. And especially once The Rock joins in. It's just all... Like the, I want to know where he went to metaphor school (laughs) because that man has metaphors for days. But, uh, before we get into the movie, Brent, how have you been this week? Uh, this week has been all right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I got these new cute boots. You did get these new cute boots. I'm wearing them. I don't, I took them off so we could watch the movie and they're sitting in front of uh, me on the couch. This is Brent's recording outfit corner, uh, which we do every week. Uh, Last week you had the the cute little crop top. This week. I was wearing, we did talk about what I was wearing. This week you've got cute little boots on. I got cute little boots. And they're they're adorable. They're really cute. I really like them. They're $15 at um, Goodwill. Ooh. Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. That was the same Goodwill where I found four. 64 copies of the 10 CD Garth Brooks best of uh, CD experience uh, all for, I think like $5 each for 10 CDs. It was 15. Oh, was it 15? It was 15. Okay. Sorry, yeah. Sorry so uh, if you wanted all of those, go to the Goodwill. Which Goodwill was that? This isn't um, going to play for anyone. No, there are six listeners. Yeah. So that was a lot of Garth Brooks CDs. 
but those are good, cute boots. Thank you. You're wearing a you're wearing a nice tank top. A tank top and some jeans. Yeah, you've got a very uh, it's like summer up top, but uh, you're ready to work on the bottom. I'm always ready to work. So anyway, yeah, on to the movie. So we watched Fast and Furious Six. Do you want to explain the plot? Taylor? I would love to, Brent. So the plot of this movie is the last movie was Ocean's Eleven. We pick up pretty much right after that left off with Ocean's Twelve. With Ocean's Twelve, and Julia Roberts comes into this one. <laughs> yes, um, Julia Roberts unfortunately not in this movie, but uh, Mia's having the baby. Yada yada. Hobbs shows up and like and tells the gang what we found out at the end of the last movie that Letty is alive. So they go on a wild adventure to get Letty back from this crew who of drivers who is. In every respect, they the are... The exact same as theirs. They are like the weird Scooby-Doo Bizarro World version of all of the characters that we know and love from our family. But they're just better. They're better at everything. They are. It, it, well, I wouldn't say they're better. They're more highly trained. They are military people as opposed to... Uh, common, they, crim- common criminals, as they say in the movie. Yeah, they're basically street people. Is what our crew is, and that's why we love them. They're they're lovable ruffians, and any of us could be these people if we really wanted to. Uh, I really want to. I don't. Let's do it. No. Let's go start racing cars, and then uh, get... you saw me drive yesterday. <laughs> I did. It was a massacre, and not a massacre in the sense that you killed a lot of people, because you did do that also. I just slayed the driving. Yeah, you just slayed it. Uh, but yeah, so that's the, the basic plot is they're trying to stop this group of super criminals who are very good at driving and very European. Yeah. By, minus, uh, by minus also Michelle driving, Robert, but being American. So that's the plot of this movie. If you didn't watch it, but I highly recommend go watch this movie because it's crazy. It's insane. It's legitimately insane. It's, I, I said before that five is my favorite movie and I think think i still hold to that but six also holds a very special place it's it's tough i need to watch all this five and seven a few more times each before i definitively lay down this is my favorite do you want to rewatch five and six after we finish yes that is okay listener if you had any doubts that this project of mine is working you just heard the evidence so, I was going to say something, and I can't come up with a good comeback. No, you can't, because you love these movies. Love is a strong word. Mm, I think you love them, just like I love Giselle. Oh, but she did. Spoiler she did. alert. We, uh, this, whole, this whole podcast is a spoiler, a spoiler alert. alert. You, don't ha- you don't have to give people spoilers. You do it a lot. You don't need to. What do you mean? You, you say spoiler a lot. A lot. Oh, okay. I noticed, I'm going to stop saying that I now. notice editing these. You say spoiler alert a lot. No. But anyway. most most of them are not spoilers though. They're like they're like uh, downforce generators. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I assume it's a car thing. That was a car because that's what a spoiler does on a car is it generates downforce to keep better traction oh, at high speeds. Anyway, uh, anyway, Giselle's dead. Giselle's dead, and we are all darker for it. I was, I, so knowing the stuff that I know from the one time I watched Seven is I do remember that Han was in it and then he supposedly dies to tie it back into number three. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. And I was sitting here thinking, I was like, man, why do they have to do it so soon? 
Giselle's so awesome, and I like don't want them to get rid of her yet. But then she died in this, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess Han can go and die now. I don't. Well, I mean, I, I like do... him, but I like him with her. Better. I agree. I like Han, but I like Han and Giselle better. Mostly because I love Giselle. I think she was the best of these characters, and I think that's why they decided they could kill her off. And also because she got that Wonder Woman. So She got that Wonder Woman money coming in. She don't need no Fast and Furious money. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm happy for Gal Gadot and her career because I just want to see her do well. I and wish she was in a better franchise. People are saying that the Wonder Woman movie, movie is going to be pretty good, though. Yeah, I have I have hopes, uh, but the ensemble bits have not been good thus far. Does Fast and or not Fast and Does um, Justice League come out before or after her Wonder Woman movie? Um, after. Okay, it has to be, because uh, otherwise, I think the only of these movies that would have come out would be Batman v Superman, and I feel like they do not want that to be the only lead-in to uh, Justice League. That movie was not well received, uh, but anyway, Giselle is gone. We are it, down a member of our family. It comes out June second. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay. So, that's if you, uh, you want to see Giselle being an Amazonian, and you know what? Since we goddess. love we love her so much in these movies, we'll go ahead and go outside Fast and Furious. Guys, go watch Wonder Woman. I just Can wanna, we do that? Yeah. Oh. Just go watch Wonder Woman, you guys. It's You can't do it yet, though. Yeah. Uh, when you listen to this in the future, because I know this will inevitably become a classic of the genre and be a thing that everyone goes back to when they're studying the history of... Fast and Furious. Of, of Fast and Furious <laughs> and the, great when, podcasts. When the Fast and Furious 72 comes out. No, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> That's going to be when uh, Vin Diesel's grandkids are just pounding away uh, with The Rock's grandkids. That came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that came out right. I mean, if we can't have the Rock and uh, the Rock and Vin Diesel having sex in this movie, at least their grandchildren can pound it out. You can you can tell which movies of these are my favorite. That I don't even really refer to them driving anywhere. I just refer to the fighting and the punching <laughs> from the later movies. Uh, so Giselle died in a massive long. Runway battle. Are we going to get into that now? So Ugh. we've talked about in previous movies, every time they do a like street race, it's supposed to be like a quarter mile and it's easily like two or three miles. Yeah. So this movie has a scene where they are chasing the villains down a runway and then a plane lands and then they fight on the plane and around the plane and it goes on for how long? Uh, so I this is, and it's a military uh, airstrip. It's a military airstrip, but uh, we're going to say I'm going to give conservatively. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they were only going 60 miles an hour down that runway. It's very clear that they were probably going faster than that mm -hmm. driving down the runway. But I'll give them 60 miles an hour. I timed it from the moment they entered the runway, and I. I don't even imagine that they entered at the very beginning of the Oh, runway. I'm sure they didn't. I think they entered somewhere in the middle. They drove in a straight line at a pretty steady speed for, and I timed this, 13 minutes and 8 seconds. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> so at 60 miles an hour, the, the conservative estimate we're giving them, they drove, that runway is 13 miles long. Good lord. It's 13 miles long, and they fought the entire way down it. 
That is the longest stretch of runway. I want to see the plane that needs that to take off. Yeah. It's such a long runway that I start, I even paused it, started timing it. And you turned to me and said, why are you timing this? I said, you'll see. And about nine minutes in, you turn and go, how long is this (laughs) runway? (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember what made, what triggered it. I like, they pulled out to like a wide of the, of the runway. I was like, oh, they've been here for a while. Yeah. It, the entire climax of the movie happens running 60 miles an hour down this runway. I will say, giving them the benefit of the doubt, there is stuff that's going on inside the plane and stuff that's going on outside the plane. I I paid attention to this this time when I watched it. <laughs> Most of the time, they are doing stuff sequentially, like stuff that has just happened in another section. You You see evidence of. I will give them benefit of the doubt of about three minutes worth of crossover. So it's a 10, it's still, minimum 10 mile. It's still minimum 10 mile long runway. I did pay attention to that this time uh, because I noticed it when I previously watched this movie. And I think this is a common like thing that people bring up about this movie is they go, that runway is way too long. <laughs> so I really wanted to get down to the bottom of how long is this runway? And I think other people have done like, Real, like actual real science, mathematical stuff. Like they figured out based on like the length of the lines on the runway and how fast they go by them, how fast all the cars were going, and then exactly timed it and figured out how long the entire runway would have to be. But I was too lazy to look that up. And we do our own science here. We do our own science. Listen, we're not plagiarists. We're doing we're doing the hard work here ourselves. We're trying to get to the bottom of it. So that you can appreciate it. <laughs> I just Googled uh, Fast and Furious 6 runway. And June 22nd, 2013, BBC.com posted an article that said, How long is the runway in Fast and Furious 6? I, God bless the BBC. Thank God, BBC. Thank you, thank you, every British person who funds the BBC. Yeah. Shout yeah. out shout out to British people, who there are a lot of in this movie, because it takes it place takes in London. It takes place in London. Speaking for some of- reason, I thought it was uh, Berlin for... Quite did, a while. And you just said Berlin. Berlin. Which is not how you pronounce that word. It uh, is now. Uh, there's also, speaking of the English people, there's one character in this movie who it gets to me every time I watch this. It's the car salesman. The high-end car salesman. The ga- the f- I have so many issues with this. Yeah. The, the, the gay evil person. Yes. It's always if they're an evil snooty person, <sighs> they have so... to they have to be very gay. God, he was so gay, and it's like really, this is the only thing that you've got going in this movie as far as any queer portrayals, and you make him. He's not like he's not evil. He's not the villain, but he's an asshole. Yeah, and it's he's... like it goes back all, to all the forties and the movies in the forties and fifties of like. I'm totally blanking on the phrase right now, but the gay, like, the gay villain, like, it's in all the in the Disney movies, like Scar, is kind of gay in Lion King. Yeah, yeah. I I think it it goes back to they wanted to make them uh, seem sinister, so the way that they do it, the is, sinister gay, that's what it's yes. called. There it is. So they give them sort of a an accent, but then just out of that comes the mannerisms, and then they start. And then they're just gay. And then they're just gay. Uh, So, yeah, it was this guy. um, And he's sort of making fun of Ludacris and The Rock when they show up. 
And then Ludacris tries to flaunt a little bit, buys all the cars. And then in order to humiliate the guy, they're just like, give me your shirt. I want that shirt. And the guy does it. Like, why? Why does he do that? I mean, if Ludacris and the Rock cast you to strip, wouldn't you? Uh, no. I'm, I'm probably if I If I'm that guy and I'm very obviously being shaken down and robbed, I'm just going to walk away. Like, they've already given me the money for these cars. What are they going to do? Not buy these cars because <laughs> I didn't give them a shirt? Like, what if he was hoping for a little something-something? He was gay. Oh, uh, yeah? You know what? I take it back. He was now. wearing pink underwear. He th- he thought he was gonna get some action. <laughs> That's what it was. That makes so much more sense now. That entire scene is recontextualized for me. I'm glad that I can be here to help you out. Listen, I'm trying to teach you, but I think maybe you've taught me a little more. The student becomes the teacher. Well, let's not jump ahead of ourselves. We still got a movie to go in this. Fair, uh, too, actually. Um, but speaking of homosexuality in the Fast and Furious franchise. We've got ourselves a little Luke Evans action in this movie. Yes, who, we do. In doing some research afterwards, I realized he's gay, and that's fucking awesome. Love me a good gay action hero. Yeah, who was the villain? But oh, he's so hot. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> the whole movie. I'm just like, oh, it was, gorgeous. He's, he's gorgeous, and his brother Jason Statham. Wait, is that who it is? Yes. Oh, did you not? No, I. You ruined it. Well, you've seen that movie already. <laughs> and I forgot he was in it. <laughs> you did. When the after credit scene has Jason Statham killing Han in Tokyo Drift. Spoiler alert, I guess. Why did you say that? Uh, because. Uh, so it has him doing that. And Brent turned to me and goes, whoa, Jason Statham's in this? He wasn't in the next movie, was he? He's. I'm going to give a little spoiler for you, Brent. He's the main villain of Seven. He is in... All of number seven. I, this is how little I remember these movies. I only remember one scene, and it's where they pass a girl between two cars that are spinning around each other. I'm a little upset now that I've ruined that for you. because I had I, no idea. Because I, it shouldn't have been something that to be ruined for you because you've seen that movie already. But now I wanted to see your surprise at it. To be fair, this is also, he turned to me and told me, oh, I didn't know that the girl who played Giselle is Wonder Woman. <laughs> a thing we've discussed uh, on at least, I think, two episodes of this podcast on Mike and multiple times <laughs> off Mike. I have told him this fact. And he's like, oh, did you know that she was Wonder Woman? Who knew? Who knew? Uh, Brent did not. <laughs> not me. And speaking of, Brent, your headphones are on backwards again. <laughs> Fine. And he has fixed it. Fine. Uh, so we've talked about uh, Owen Shaw. We've talked about Giselle dying. R.I.P. Uh, what about gorgeous Luke Evans? Yeah. What were what what some was highlights? your yeah? Um. We'll, we'll do some honorable mentions and then we'll get to each of our favorite moment of the honorable mention. <laughs> the title sequence where they go through the entire series. Why did that happen? It is in the this only movie? movie in the entire series they do that. Yeah, and I, f- I feel like they got to the point where they were like, okay, we know that people are starting to tune in again because they saw that five was good. So I guess let's just like catch them up on what happened. But you don't really need you d- nobody. I nobody knows the plot of any of these movies. Yeah, and also because they 
included stuff from Tokyo Drift, which they didn't really need is to do. Technically not in the timeline yet. Yeah. So I don't know why that happened, but it was fun to watch. I, I do it, not understand. It was to the point where when that happened, I got up and checked the DVD case just to make <laughs> is sure. Is that what you were doing? Yes, because I thought I had accidentally put in Furious 7 because I was like, I, I understand them doing the retrospective for that one because that's like the final one with Paul Walker. They want to go through the series and have like a walk because that a, a major theme of the seventh one is loss. Yeah, loss and, you know, history and all that stuff. Family. So I was, like, I was like, oh, that would make sense for this one. So I saw that going. And I was like, I need to check and make sure that I didn't actually put in the seventh one because why is this playing right now? Nope, it's the only one they do it in and it's a complete waste of time. Yeah, it's uh, they didn't come up with a good enough idea for an opening sequence for this one because they had to push their obligatory street race way into the Yeah, back. the obligatory street race was really late yeah which uh, can we talk about for a second yeah how did how did anybody know that they were going to do a street race uh, no one should have known that they were doing a street race uh, neither of them were told the rules or where the, the finish line is yeah because they were making turns and stuff like how do they know what the turns are and where's the finish line because it's just a line that is just <laughs> the like camera booms down after they cross a line and it's like oh well, i guess that's the finish line where who decided this uh, it was just i guess it's like a did they get bored maybe like well oh, fuck it this is the line that's we're done the we're done that's the rules for underground street racing in in london <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't a that wasn't a british accent that i just no said. Oh, I, it wasn't anything yeah i don't it know it was a lot though it was i feel like i did like a if idris elbow was idris elbow yeah, if Idris, if it was Idris Elbow presenting <laughs> something, he's like Idris Elba's nondescript location-based cousin. Uh, but yeah, they just cross a line and race is over, done. And then that like drunk woman is like giving them the rules and all that stuff. She she looked like she was on something. I did not notice that. I thought she looked uh, pretty normal to me. I think you just you do know that that was just an accent she was doing. Was it? Yeah, she's from another place. So that's why she was talking This movie like didn't that. take place in the U.S.? No. Oh. You might have thought that because there were um, a lot of tanks in this movie. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of American muscle. Yeah, they bring so many American cars. Which are technically imports at that point. They're technically imports. Because there's a, there's a big rivalry between Vin Diesel and uh, Brian. I just forgot his actor name. Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. Uh, between whether they're raising uh, Paul Walker's son to love imports or uh, muscle. And uh, let the kid choose, you know? Don't push your ideas of, of what he should be on him. He's He's got some time. Let him be his own man. Let him be his own man. Maybe he likes motorcycles. Maybe he likes men. <laughs> I wish that this podcast was big enough that we could have t-shirts because <laughs> maybe he likes motorcycles. Maybe he likes men would be a t-shirt that I absolutely would buy. We'll, we'll, we'll look into it guys. Tell all your friends about this podcast just so that we can afford to make those t-shirts. <laughs> That's all I want. Maybe he likes motorcycles. Maybe he likes men. <laughs> That's a great Maybelline ad. <laughs> <laughs> like if they ever start selling marketing Maybelline to dudes, that is maybe he's born with it. Maybe he likes motorcycles. Maybe, maybe he, he likes, likes men. men. I love that. 
Maybe it's Maybelline. Uh, but yeah, there's uh that there's tanks in this movie. There's tanks. A tank, a tank flies out of a truck after they like. They, I will say, they wire it. They do pull that stunt twice. I was a little disappointed. Well, yeah, because the tank comes out of out of the truck, and then Vin Diesel's car at the end comes out of the airplane. But I feel like Vin Diesel's car out of the airplane is a thing that more people talked about when the movie came out. I felt it was way less. I I was expecting it. It was less impressive. Um, also because. He screws up at the end. It just flips his car a million times. The Amateur. Ta- the tank coming out. You heard me. Oh, yeah. You heard me. <laughs> what? What? Brent shouted for a good 30 seconds. Yeah. Brent was very excited and surprised, which is, I guess, what they were going for, and they pulled it off. I will say the moment that got me the most. Yes. The most. And I'm going to say this is my favorite moment of the entire movie. <sighs> They attach the car, the broken down car, to the tank. They drop it off the side of the building or the side of the road. And then Letty is standing on top of the tank. The tank flies and she gets launched forward. Vin Diesel climbs out of his car from. There's a gap. There's a gap in between these two sides of the road. They're on on a bridge. Yeah. And it's like at least a car length in between. Yeah. And. Vin Diesel gets out of his car, jumps, catches her midair, and let's, let's think about this scientifically. She's got momentum going, let's say, left, and his momentum is going right. He has to have twice the amount of momentum wow. to get her to go back to the way that she was going. This bit, I actually will side with the movie on, because right before he jumps across... He does jet his car very rapidly towards that other side, giving himself more momentum in that direction. I'm not I'm not saying that it was scientifically incorrect. I'm just saying that he needs oh, gotcha. a lot of momentum yes. to catch her midair and then push her 10 feet in the air and then they land on a car. Spiraling. <laughs> Spiraling. And then later she's like, so how'd you know that car would be there to catch our fall? He's like... Which- First of all, uh, no car has ever broken a fall before. You still fell on a hunk of metal. Like, no, they, that's they not much on, better. They landed on the windshield. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. They did a bunch of glass. The, they landed on a bunch of glass. <laughs> Which is better. Yes. Probably, yeah, glass would probably be a little bit more cushioning than metal. I mean. Because the glass is going to break. A little bit more cushioning, sure. <laughs> Other considerations. I'm going with the movie on this one. I feel I feel like the cons a little bit outweigh the pros on those. <sighs> but yeah, that is my favorite moment of the movie is he just jumps out across a gap in an intersection. Intersection? And, yeah, no, not interstate. An interse- uh, yeah, and flies across, grabs her in midair, and lands on a car. And then they're like, "All right, we did it." <laughs> Like, I was still screaming about that moment into the next scene. Yeah, it was a huge moment. Uh, Brent, what was... That was my favorite moment in the movie. What was your favorite moment of the movie? My favorite... You know what? My favorite moment of the movie was when... uh, I think it's Brian is talking to Vin Diesel about... um, About Letty... After Letty shot at uh, shot at Vin Diesel, and he goes, "Dude, maybe like she's 
she's alive, but she's gone. And then Diesel just, he cannot fathom it that he just goes, you don't turn your back on family. It can, his mind cannot process the fact that she might have amnesia or have been brainwashed or any of these things that she doesn't remember him. He cannot fathom that. I feel like in a slightly better written movie, this would be like in a better written series. This would be the movie where people stopped believing in Vin Diesel's leadership (laughs) because every single time he's confronted with the very obvious fact that she does not recognize them or even worse, recognizes them and maliciously is going against them. He just goes, you don't turn your back on family. Giselle is dead for this, by the way. But in the end, she comes back. Yeah, you don't turn your back on family. On family. Can I get two other honorable mentions really quickly? I've got a lot. I know we're at thirty. Return, minutes. Return of the Asian Baby. Oh yes. Okay. Return we, of the Asian Baby. Take back my favorite moment because we have <laughs> uh, little little Asian bus baby LABB. <laughs> Is back. Okay. <laughs> it's a return from the previous movie. Uh, this random cutaway in the middle of an action sequence to an Asian baby on a bus. It makes me want to go back to other movies and see if they have more of this baby on the on this bus in every other action sequence. Because it's crazy that the same ba- I'm pretty sure it's the exact same baby. It might be. I don't know. Because we only see the baby for about it's two like seconds. It's a half second and you can't really tell. But I want there to be this shot of LABB on every action, like, chase scene in every movie. We'll update you on um, Furious 7. Yeah. I, I, little old Lab, he's my favorite. Or she. I can't tell the gender of that baby. I think it, I think it's a boy, but at that age, I think it actually might really, be. A, it actually might be a girl. At that age, you can't, like, go off of what their hair length is. Yeah. To tell whether or not they're male or female. But you're right. That baby makes a reappearance, and we are going to hunt her or him down throughout these movies and give you all the latest news. I'm, I am jonesing for another appearance I in this so. next movie. I hope we get one. I really hope we do. Uh, Last one is the quick line when The Rock is like, some people did a job in Moscow, and Vin Diesel just goes, nah, it wasn't us. You know I don't like, or I don't like the cold. Well, bitch, you're going to go to Antarctica during movie eight. So you better... They didn't plan this out. I have a feeling... Here's the thing. This movie has so many callbacks, and they do so much of that. I have a feeling that they're going to make a callback to that in this next movie. I hope they do. I so hope they do. I really hope they do. Listener, you go watch this movie with us, and stay tuned. I guarantee you they do. Hey, you know what we should do? We should have our listeners come join us. When we go see the movie. A- absolutely. We should uh, because decide what time and what theater we're going to go to. And yeah. people can come meet us and watch F- um, Fate of the Furious Because I us. also feel like we'll probably record at least a short bit like in the theater as it is done. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> so you can come watch a little mini live recording of this podcast. Is it our want. first live episode? It'll be our first live episode. Oh, and our last episode. And our last episode. <laughs> uh, so... It's now time to move into our our tallies for this movie. Every week, we go through the movie, we count the number of deaths and the number of explosions, and we give you little statistics about it. This movie, do you want to make a guess about how many deaths there were? 
And we're only counting confirmed, confirmed or mostly confirmed deaths. I counted, like when a tank drives over the driver's side of a car. Yeah, those we counted. If we saw a driver get away from a car, we were like, okay, they're good. And if it was just sort of like a collapse of a building or something and we didn't see anyone actually inside, we didn't count those. Yeah. Um, I guess it would be like 10. Uh, there were more. Really? Yeah. Um, huh. There were, by my count, 17 deaths in this movie and wow. there could have been potentially a few more because i did zone out you for a little bit i out. was too into the movie and forgot to count a few i'm pretty sure i counted all of them uh retroactively but i could have missed some uh so 17 which compared to last episode's uh 45 uh is there they got to kick it up. It's a, it's a step down, but the average has still gone up from 11.4 last movie to 12.3 deaths per movie as of this movie, bringing our total death count to 74. Well, you know the reason why um, they went down in this one is because this movie wasn't the Hurt Locker like the last one was. Yeah, that's true. Last movie, also the last movie was in Rio, so they could get away with more civilians just coming at them out of nowhere and fighting. Cause this one, the villains were sort of like superheroes essentially. Yeah. Like you couldn't just kill, like they didn't have a lot of red shirts on the enemy team. Like the last movie did. Yeah. Uh, explosions for this movie. Now I know that you didn't count. It. I think you should count it, but in the opening when each of the individual pillars wow. explodes. I actually did do some counting, and I've got two different statistics. Okay, okay. I'll take it. Uh, so, the number of explosions in this movie, as I counted them, only counting the opening explosion where he blows up the parking garage as one explosion, there were seven explosions in this movie. Which would bring our total to... Our total is 19 for the entire series. Oh, wow. So, that was... Yeah. We've had more in this one than we have in... Uh, yeah, this was actually... The Fast Five had six explosions. Uh, this one had seven. So it had one more okay. than previous movies. Mostly thanks to that tank. Yeah, that tank exploded a lot. Um, but I will say the explosions were larger um, in this movie. That airplane exploding at the end could probably count for five. Yeah, I thought about giving it bonuses, but I thought, you know what? We're just going to keep it. It is one explosion, but we will make a note. It is a big explosion. It is a very big explosion. Now, if you counted each individual <laughs> explosion from the previous one, that brings our total up to, I believe, 18 explosions for this movie. Uh, and you may have remembered that my total was 19 over the whole series. <laughs> for so we've about doubled one. it. Yeah. So uh, if you count that one, the average goes way up i think the average goes up to like five explosions per movie keeping in mind that there was one movie that had zero and two movies that only had one explosion each one had one two had one two had zero two had zero three had the one when two, Han dies. yeah when Han dies. okay so keep in mind that's how many were in the first three and then these two movies have brought the average up to five explosions per movie so we're moving up if you count all of those explosions at the beginning, I don't think we should. One, which I, I don't. want, I want us to, but it's not. It's, I counted them as one, which brings us up to three point one six explosions per movie, which I think that's a pretty respectable amount. Uh, so now we move on to to wishing that we had been counting the amount of times they say family in every oh, movie. I really wish that <sighs> we had done that, and I think that's 
why we have to just restart this whole thing and do do every time they we'll just say invite somebody new who had yeah. never seen any of that. My sister Nicole, my sister Nicole, I was talking to her a couple of days ago, and she has, and she was like, "Oh, I've never seen any of the Fast and Furious movies," and I was like, "Well, you should listen to our podcast." She should. Uh, well, Nicole, you should, should fly down here, make a trip to the two cast studios. The two cast studios. We were. Uh, she was talking about coming visit sometime. So. She when she comes visits, we can watch all eight movies together. There we go. You heard it here first. That's season two. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, now we move on to the point that everyone has been waiting for. Us the, to be done. No. <laughs> the ranking. Oh, I forgot we were doing that. So to catch people up on where your current rankings are. Here, don't don't tell me. Let me re-rank them all. Oh. Let's I wanna see if my ranking Right now is going to be, like, other than adding six into the mix, going to yeah. be the same. Okay, let's do it. Starting from the bottom, because it'll be easier that way. Yes. Um, we start with number th- Tokyo Drift should be in a trash can. Yes, it should. Uh, Too Fast, Too Furious deserves to die. Oh, uh, I don't agree. It's not good. Um, Then, then number one. Then four, obviously. Um. The question is five or six better. That is the question. And don't forget that you have also ranked seven cold in there. Oh, I forgot about seven cold. We'll put seven cold next. Now the real question. Which one's better? Five um, or six? I think I'm going to go with six. Wow. Only because Luke Evans. Yep. I He's... think Luke Evans, like, they're they're pretty damn equal. But, but the villain's just way hotter. The villain's just way hotter. I I respect that. Also, I think I screamed "what" at the screen more in this movie than I did in the last one. You did. It was it was very exciting. And rewatching this movie because I've seen the fifth one several times. I think I had only seen this one once or like one and a half times before. The more I watch this one, the more I'm like, this is a crazy movie. The, it's got the it's got the ramp cars, which is yeah. just such a good idea. So there you have it. Uh, your new ranking is the exact same as your old ranking. I figured. Uh, but you've put six at the top. Well done. So far, as far as I can tell, with the exception of the fourth movie, you have exclusively, whenever we watch a new movie, either put it at the very bottom or at the very top. You know I love my extremes. So we'll see if you keep that up when you go to seven having watched all the previous movies i don't know if i will i don't know if you will either but if the listener wants to know they should tune in next week when we watch it fury seven i almost forgot the name of the movie yes for uh brent and taylor this has been two cast two furious vroom vroom Vroom. thanks Thanks for for listening. listening